Welcome to Breaking Stereotypes, where we will talk and take your nutrition, fitness, and mindset to the next level. Shy away from the talk? Never. It's time for you to break your mold and embrace the new you. It's time to break those stereotypes. Welcome back, everyone. I am your host, Dominica Jaramillo, and so grateful and thankful for you to be here at another episode. This episode is a really good one, and I know that I say that in every episode, but truly believe me that this episode you're going to really want to listen to. But before we actually get into today's episode, I have some announcements, and I hope that me announcing this right now is good timing. (laughs) So let me explain. I've been waiting for about a week now to announce something huge, literally so big, but unfortunately it has been postponed because I haven't received the things that I need to receive to announce it. But let me tell you, if for the amazing universe timing, I have received the packages and I'm able to announce what I'm about to announce, then you already know what's coming. If by any chance, just life didn't go as planned, you're going to be the first one to listen to the announcement. And ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you that while side fitness, I, Domenica Jaramillo, am now a sponsored athlete of Legion. And here comes applause. Here comes a wow, congratulations. Um, I am so incredibly happy to be a sponsored athlete. This has been such a dream and I've a little inside. A couple, or I would say a year ago, I used to I used to literally email um, I used to literally email companies and tell them if they would want to work with me. Like I would literally go to their customer service email and ask them if they want to work, work with me. Of course, I didn't receive any response, which I'm not sad about it or anything like that. I'm actually pretty happy that I put myself out there. However, a couple of weeks ago, I received an email asking if I wanted to work with Legion. And it was such a beautiful opportunity because there are so many coaches that I follow that I love their values and I love what they're putting out there in the fitness community that also work with Legion. So to have this opportunity to work with the same company of so many coaches that I look up to is such a blessing. A couple of things of why I like Legion. And if you've been someone who's asked me privately, hey, like what supplements would you recommend and stuff, you know that I've mentioned Legion between other companies too. But um, I've mentioned Legion because there's three things that I love from them. And number one is that they have transparency in their labeling. So they don't overdose you or underdose you with the ingredients that they tell you and it's perfect because you're literally paying for what you have in the in the supplement in the um in the product that you're buying another couple things that i like is that they are um not only well of course about not over underdosing you but they also don't put any add-ons that shouldn't be there so 
what literally says on the label is what you're literally getting. And all of their supplements are backed up by research. So you and something so cool about it is that I don't know if you can do it on the mobile version. But if you go on desktop to their profile to purchase a product, they literally give you the research behind of why the ingredient is there, why there is the amount of that says that it's in there. So there's just so much science and research behind of it behind it and it's something i'm so grateful to announce to the world that i'm working with them and how is this beneficial for you as my listeners as my followers as the tribe of wildside fitness for your first order you can use code wsf so w yeah wsf so it would be for wild side fitness so you can do wsf at checkout it doesn't matter if you do caps or no caps it will give you 20 percent off on your first purchase free shipping and not only that but you will also receive double points of loyalty so if you use my code not only you're also supporting me but you are also earning double amount of points for loyalty so that's something amazing for you and another thing that i wanted to say about this is that oh yeah i completely forgot but yeah i am so unbelievably happy about this opportunity you can purchase it using code wsf at checkout i will be so amazingly happy and grateful for you supporting me in this way i will be posting more and more about it i am literally just waiting for my products which by if you were intrigued i've had their products before i'm literally just waiting on the package that i've they're sending me so i am able to really announce it to the world how i want to announce it but that's my most interest interesting update i would say then second update is that i am opening my one-to-one coaching for only one person i've had it closed and i'm opening one spot literally just one spot and first come first goes so if you're interested in working with me one-to-one you can go into my link in my instagram or you could also check out in the show notes below and you can put all your information and I'll contact you about the one-to-one service. Another thing that I have to say, uh, if you've been following me on Instagram, you know that my lifts have been, I know I've been talking a little bit about it here, but my lifts have been amazing. I touched for my very first time ever in my life, 225 in squats. They weren't I wouldn't say they were ugly, but there's definitely room that I can improve on before I touch my or before I try my 1RM. And bench fields also, once again, good. Not the best, but I'm very happy because it's literally weight that I've never touched in my life before. And I know that as in the fitness industry, we're always like, oh my God, like we're preaching good form, good form. You gotta do this. You gotta do that. But when it comes to trying weight that you've never done in your entire life, it's okay if the execution isn't as perfect as you would want to. 
but that's why there's room to improve. That's why you record that way you can see if there's any feedback that you need to do or like any quick fixes that you can have. But very, very happy about that. I will be. So next episode, you would I be for next episode? I think, yeah, for next episode, I would have already had hit my 1RMs. So be look on, be on the lookout on Instagram for that. And also for the announcement about Legion. I can't believe I still don't have my products. But believe me, I am so unbelievably grateful for this opportunity. Without further ado, I, oh, also, I'm going to be doing some amazing giveaways with Legion. So if that is something that you're interested in, keep the notifications on for Instagram because I will be posting about it on my stories and on my post. But without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Today's episode is talking about confidence. And I wanted to talk about this because I heard an episode from Mel Robbins podcast, which she was talking about confidence. And I wanted to bring that episode over here with the things that I've learned from her, but also things that I've applied myself and make it fitness version because obviously she's in the self-development world and I'm in the fitness world. And obviously if one area of your life is succeeding and benefiting, then other areas of your life are going to follow. So I wanted to make the episode though more fitness, how you can be confident in your fitness journey, and most importantly, why don't you feel currently confident with what you're doing? So if that's something that you are wanting to listen, stick around. Without making this introduction a little longer, let's get it into today's episode. So for today's episode, we're going to talk about confidence, confidence around fitness in your fitness area, confidence around basically your entire life. Because like I said in the introduction, if one area of your life is benefiting from this, other areas are also going to follow. But that's also vice versa. If some area in your life is kind of not doing the best, we might see that other areas in your life are also into kind of that direction. So I wanted to bring as much information as possible in regard of confidence. And you might see in my social media, mostly on Instagram, but you might see that I portray as someone very confident, someone confident in her body with what she posts, how she has no fear in regard of what she posts, what she talks about, how she invents it, not invents, how she invests in herself and her business and all these little things. But that used to not be me, right? I used to be so scared of what I posted. It used to, (laughs) it used to take me probably an hour, two hours for me to just share a story of me talking for what a minute two minutes I remember this story or this um moment that it was Noah's and Noah and I went on a trip it was I want to say about two years ago because it was just when I opened my page and I was talking about 
fitness and oh no okay i was talking about weight loss and how to succeed in your weight loss journey what are the mistakes i believe i was making a post about it and i literally had to tell noah to go out of the room it was in the hotel room i literally had to tell him to get out of the room give me some time and it took me about an hour or two to create this post that was probably about five minutes of five minutes of me talking and just shows how intimidated I was to talk on my page how intimidated I was to have someone else around me talking on my page and it's been it's been a journey it's been a process it's been little by little trial and error in regard of showing up for myself showing up on social media and having that confidence around talking to the public and although I'm not doing the public speaking like right there in the per like in person I'm still putting out the information there so there was a lot of restraints there was a lot of oh my god what are people going to think about or oh my god am I even worthy or entitled of commenting what I'm commenting I do I even have the knowledge for it so there's a lot of restraint and negative thoughts that come to you when you're starting to do something or just putting yourself out there right so I wanted to talk that before we start into today's episode I also wanted to talk and show you that I wasn't as confident as I am now. Also, again, talking about what I post and how I wear clothes. When I was, I would go to the gym, I used to have a tremendous amount of cellulite. I still do have tremendous amount of cellulite. And it used to literally be something so overwhelming for me. I used to hate it. I, it, it used to, be very it used to affect me a lot the cellulite and i've always had it literally since i am a teenager i've always had cellulite in my body in my lower legs especially around that hamstring area they very heavy since basically a teenager so this is something that i've been having for a while of course and i'm just now starting to be more and more confident with the idea of having cellulite behind my legs and mostly because i can see it so it's one of those things that you are just going out with your day and then when you see a picture or something you're like oh shit that's how i look behind so it's one of those things that definitely can be a shocker at once but i'm getting i'm mostly comfortable with that now and i'm just trying to share the message of how to be comfortable with it and confident around using shorts at the gym around using a sports bra at the gym even though sometimes our bet our bodies are not meant to always be picture perfect so having our belly show out having our rolls show out when we're walking having back knee I have a lot of back knee and I don't know why. I think it's mostly because of me being on a sports bra and just having to train like in the machines and stuff because when I usually wear shirts more, I don't have as much back knee as times that I just trained in a sports bra. So I have a really heavy um suspicious suspicion suspicious. <laughs> I have a very heavy idea and thought that that's most of my back knee coming from but 
other than that, I there's been a it's been a journey. It's been a journey of confidence, and I want to tell you from the research that I've learned in the trial and error of my life, but also in the previous podcast of Mel Robbins talking about confidence. I wanted to bring the research that she brought. I want to put my own thoughts about it and also share to you my own journey around confidence because I do try to show confidence in social media but like I said it wasn't always like that and most importantly it's I definitely wanted to say that my social media when I try to come is definitely confidence and then not cockiness and that's something that we I'll I'll bring up a little bit in after the episode like towards the end but there's also a very strong distinction between confidence and then cockiness. But let's start talking about your journey, about confidence, and why and how you can be confident around your journey. So I'm starting to see something about in people's journey, and that's mostly how they don't feel confident around what they're doing. They sometimes feel like they are lacking on something. They sometimes feel that they could be doing something much better. They feel like they could put more efforts. They, The true is that they just don't feel very confident of what they're doing, how they're doing it around their fitness journey, and that kind of discourages them. Um, they get unmotivated. So why aren't you feeling confident when it comes to your fitness journey? And I wanted to bring the definition that Mel Robbins brought to her podcast, to her episode about confidence, and I wanted to bring a little twist. But what she says about confidence is that confidence is the willingness to take action, the Despite the suffering, oh, my bad. Wait, pause. Let me let me repeat that. Okay, confident is the willingness to take action despite suffering the consequences of failure and disappointment. Actually, here, that is, let me, my bad, a little interruption. Okay, her definition, Mel Robbins' definition is confidence is the willingness to try. So let me repeat that. Mel Robbins' definition for confidence is confidence is the willingness to try. So what that means is that, as she says, you're willing to try. You're willing to try something new. You're willing to try and show up, right? I wanted to bring a little twist to this definition. So her definition, Mel Robbins' definition, once repeated again, confidence is the willingness to try. I wanted to bring a little twist to it and say that confidence is the willingness to take action despite suffering the consequences of failure or disappointment. Let me repeat that again. Confidence is the willingness to take action despite suffering the consequences of failure and disappointment and or disappointment. So why is this important? Why is it important to know when talking about confidence around your fitness journey? Confidence is not something that you 
can be born with or that you try something new and you're boom, you're instantly confident. For example, let's put starting your fitness journey, working out four times out of week out of the week, not missing a day. And you go into this, you go into the gym, right? And you instantly feel confident. You've never touched a weight in your life and you instantly have that confidence like I know what I'm doing. I know what I have to do. How many times I need to do it. Even if, let's say you have a coach, you just show up and you're like, I know what I'm doing. That's not the case. 99% of the cases, even as if you're just starting your journey, even with a coach, there is going to be some restraint, some, "Mm, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how I feel about this. And it's just natural. It's just something that you're trying new. And that is why it's not feeling, you're not feeling confident about it. But the, what Mel Robbins said and what I'm telling, what I'm trying to tell you is that confidence isn't, isn't something that's going to be born out of nature. And you're just confident that day. Once you start your journey, confidence comes from the trial and error from failing day by day by day in your fitness journey and still trying to show up or still showing up for yourself. So if you come to the, you enter your fitness journey, you start working out, start eating healthy, and you notice that first week, you have so much momentum, so much motivation and drive. You're like, you know what? I can do this. Second week comes and you're like, oh, I'm feeling kind of tired. You know what? I'm going to skip. I'm going to skip today. I'll, I'll try to work out tomorrow. Tomorrow comes, you never do. Then third weeks come. You're like, oh, you know what? I've been really doing really good with my diet. Let me, let me just cheat today. Quote unquote cheat. And then you start seeing that you're starting to go to go back into those habits that you used to do that you were trying to avoid having and try to build these new habits. And then that month finishes and you're like, oh, my God, I was a failure. I wasn't able to do it. I wasn't able to stick to what I wanted to stick to. And now you're not feeling confident about your finished journey especially this is especially very strong for those who have tried multiple times to enter and to be consistent with their journey and they find themselves that every once in a while they need to not quit but they they don't feel that motivation anymore they don't feel that drive and most importantly they don't feel that confidence because they are stopping because they are feeling like they're failing because they aren't continuing so that's what when talking about confidence to a level of let's say an athlete or let's say an experienced lifter this person has gone to the gym no matter what no matter if they're tired no matter if they're hungry if they are cranky from work despite having those negative times this person still went to the gym this person still started tracking their food. This person still went to said no to alcohol at a party because they wanted to stick to what they were doing. And even though this person still did this, this person still also failed. This person all still also skipped a workout. This person also still Maybe, I don't want to use the the word binge. I'm very careful with using that word. But this person maybe had a day where they went over their calories or they went and ate something that they knew they they 
they they could but they knew that they deep down they didn't want to because it was going to take them off track but they still did it so this person has failed multiple times in their journey multiple disappointments but why is this person much more confident than the person that has started over and over their journey but can't reach that con- um consistency can't reach that next level and it's because this experienced lifter this experienced person in the fitness journey has failed has been disappointed about themselves multiple times but they haven't stopped they haven't stopped and they are continuously going day by day month by month year by year so it's not that this person when they first touched a dumbbell in their hands for the very first time all of the life were confident absolutely 100 percent zero 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 percent this person was able to build the confidence that they have now because of the willingness to take action and despite the suffering of the consequences of failure and disappointment. So this person is confident now because they failed multiple times, but the multiple times that they failed, they've also doubled it about the times of them standing up and getting to work. So there's a phrase called um you you get knocked out nine times you get up 10 so it's the same thing in regard of this this person has been knocked down this person has failed but they are willing to try and keep going and keep going and that's how you start building the confidence that's how you start building this this confidence around what you're doing because it's that you failed and you've continued you've learned from your failure because that's another thing you're learning from your mistakes and you're from your fails and you're reassessing learning what you can do to not make that mistake again and you continue going and that doesn't mean that you're not going to make mistakes over again you can't heck you can maybe do the same mistake multiple times and for example like a habit that you're really trying to to get rid of but this person despite failing multiple times they're still trying to learn they're still trying to work they're still trying to improve and and no longer continue making this mistake and if they for some reason are able to say you know what I've been able to manage today. I'm 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 good. I'm 100% good. And then another thing comes up and they start failing in something around that area. For example, so something so common, people um it's very easy to get your training right, to know what you have to do, but but then once you feel confident around training, nutrition comes along and it's like, oh, I feel like I'm failing in nutrition. I feel like I'm just not getting this right. I'm eating more than I should, or I'm eating the stuff that I shouldn't be eating. And it's like, God, what am I doing wrong? And then you start losing this low confidence. But the, the, the person that is willing to continue going, willing to try, willing to say, you know what? Okay. I ate this today, but you know what? Tomorrow I'm not going to do this. Tomorrow I'm going to be really good. And tomorrow comes and they do it. They stick to their word and they're like, you know what? I was good. But then something else shows up later on and 
for example, it's stress. They they need to control their stress because they're not seeing the results they want to see because of how the amount of stress that they're having. So they've been failing on managing stress, but then they reassess, they sit down, they, they say, you know what, I know I'm failing on my recovery. I know what I'm doing wrong. Let's reassess. Let's see what we can do. Let's fix this. And then boom, mastered. But then something else shows up. So as you can see, and this is for my listeners who are also pot- maybe potentially um, beginners that are listening to this. This is a little scoop from someone who would consider considers themselves as a potential experienced lifter. It's not that we don't fail every, we don't fail or we don't make mistakes or we're perfect. It's nothing at all. I myself have made multiple mistakes. I might, my, my, I myself, even with a coach right now, still make mistakes. But is my willingness to keep going, to keep taking action, to learn from my mistakes that is helping me to continue going? So once again, let me repeat that, um, that definition that I've put my little two cents in regard of what Mel Robbins said is that the confidence is the willingness to take action despite suffering the consequences of failure and disappointment. So despite you feeling like you're a failure, despite you feeling so bad, so wrong, like you're not getting anything right, despite having that, you still go. You're still going. You're still showing up for yourself. And then Something that I want to continue adding to this is courage. And Mel Robbins talks about courage too. She talks that courage is what you tap into and then confidence comes over time. So let me explain this a little bit. When you're starting your, and this is perfect, when you're starting your journey and you're just brand new at the gym, like I said, you've never touched a dumbbell or you have, but in a very inconsistent way. So every time you're showing up, it still feels like that first time, even though you've been there multiple times. But when you're going to that gym, trying on that dumbbell for the first time, you're not confident. You don't feel confident, but you know what? You do feel courageous. You are tapping into your courage, tapping into, you know what, I'm going to do this. So you show up. And then later on, after day by day of you tapping into your courage, that is when confidence comes along. So as you can see, we aren't confident when we're first starting stuff. Heck, we're the whole opposite, the complete opposite of confidence. But we tap into our courage, our courage to try, our courage to start our fitness journey, our courage to take action into our health. And then confidence comes along. So let's talk about why is that you're failing your fitness journey. And we're going to use some of the examples I've been using and some of the definitions in regard of confidence and courage. But number one that I would say is that you're trying to rely on that confidence. And that's a perfect example that I said of you going to the gym and you instantly feeling like you need to be confident of what you're doing, that you instantly feel like you should know how the form to what's the form that you have to do that you instantly come to the gym and feel like you 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 have to be a master right 
And same thing goes with nutrition, same thing goes with stress management, stress management and other things. So my first thought in regard of what I'm seeing is that people tend to rely on feeling on, on that feeling of confidence. Also, another thing is like heavy on wardrobe, like feeling confident of wearing sports bras, feeling confident of wearing just uh, shorts. And at first, you're not going to feel very confident. At first, I didn't feel confident of just using shorts and a sports bra. I actually felt really, really intimidated of like thinking of what people were thinking, thinking of how I looked. But I tapped into that courage. I said to myself that I was willing to try. And fast forward to today, I have no problem working out with that wardrobe. I I feel good. It's actually one of my favorite ways of working out because I feel good. I feel confident about it. I feel happy seeing my muscles when I'm on a sports bra and shorts. So it's for you, it's really important to understand that when you're in starting to to do these things when you're starting to add a new habit when you're starting to be a little bit more intense in re- or intense and intent in regard of your fitness journey it's important to for you to sit down and not rely on feeling confident because if you're going to rely on feeling confident unfortunately that's when we start seeing that we go for one week and then we stop going for a month and then we go for a week and then we kind of stop going because we're trying to rely into this feeling into these dominant feeling that it's like we're unfortunately it's just have it's just haven't been built yet because it is the willingness to try the willingness to not only try but to fail and then to continue going so i would say that that's my most common thing that i see in regard of why people don't feel confident and why people don't aren't able to continue going in their fitness journey is because of relying in this feeling. A second thing that comes with um, why I'm seeing people failing in the fitness journey is many think that the that many think many think sorry many think that they need to be perfect when it comes to starting, and that is anything but correct right that's anything but correct yes when we're trying something new when you're trying your fitness journey you don't have to have it all right because of two reasons number one is because you're just starting something new it's a hundred percent okay if you don't have all the information when i started my journey i didn't know how to track macros or how to even count macros and calories or even how to know how much i needed to take but I still tried working out. I still was able to manage what I knew and what I managed, was able to manage. So it wasn't about, it's not about trying to get all of these things perfect. And then another thing, another point is that when we're trying to start everything perfect and right and ready, I know it keeps the momentum going and it feels such a pleasure it feels such a oh my god okay i'm gonna nail this i'm gonna drink eight um a gallon of water i'm gonna take ten thousand steps i'm gonna work out five days a week i'm gonna hit my protein i'm gonna hit my fiber i'm gonna take eight hours of sleep and it's like whoa 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 one week goes by and you weren't able to accomplish 
half of those things because it was just too much on your plate to be able to do. And we need to think we're mothers, we're, we're trainees, we're, we're workers, we're students, we're business owners, we are um, partners, wives, talking about the female community here, but it also goes for males. We are all these things that we need to also understand that when we're trying to add something else into our plate, it doesn't mean that we're erasing the things that we are. It doesn't mean that if you're adding 10K steps, you just stop taking care of your kid. <laughs> Nothing like that. We need to start finding a way that we can add taking steps while still managing and taking care of our kid. So when I, for example, have a new client and we're sitting down trying to know how we can add certain things, it'd be easier for me as a coach, as an experienced business owner, coach, trainee with zero kids and literally nothing of uh, deadlines of students and stuff like being a student and stuff it'd be easy for me to say and a young person for me to say you know what I want you to do this 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 to someone who is a student who's also part-time worker who also has to take care of their brothers and sisters, who also is trying to, like I said, get a degree. It'd be so, first of all, not a good coach, but second, so ignorant for me to come and expect this person to be able to to do all these things at once and be perfect of it. Because she has a life besides fitness, of not besides, a part of fitness. So me as a coach, I need to see her schedule. I need to see her lifestyle and see what we can add little by little into her life. So when my when a client first comes, I analyze her life. I see what are the main things that we need to, to change and main things by being health concerns. What are the main health things that I can help her and what we can add that's going to help her health immediately? Then once we're about a month in working on those things, then I can add a little bit more intensity and add more things to her plate once she feels much more confident. confident you see, confident because she was willing to try to fail, to learn from her mistakes and continue going, once she feels confident about the things we've been building, that is when new things come along. That's when she's also not going to also feel good about her about herself that she's been able to accomplish these new things, but she's just going to feel much, much more prepared and not feel like she has a thousand things to do in her finished journey along with the thousand things that she has to do just as a person so that is a heavy thing for me is that you don't have to be perfect at first and you don't have to have so many things decided at once if you work with me you don't have to worry about this because this is exactly how I manage your training and nutrition. But if you don't work with a coach, you're doing things by yourself, it's important to note that if you just want to start with training three days a week, that's fine. That's more than perfect. You don't have to go for five, six and add cardio. Not at all. You can do three full body days a week 
try to build the confidence of going into that gym, build the confidence of lifting heavier weights each session, build the confidence of showing up and, and feeling like taking up the equipment that you need to take. And then once you're feeling confident, once you failed, that that's when you can add maybe hey let's go for for that fourth day hey maybe maybe let's add a little bit of nutrition now maybe maybe let's start listening to my body let's how can i recover from this how can i rest from this how can i be better around my rest and recovery that is the better approach than having to try to figure everything out at once that is my best approach in regard of training and in regard of helping a new client is figuring out what are the main things that you can fix on. Is it cutting alcohol? Is it cutting um, sugar? Is it cutting, is it adding more movement to your day? What are what are main things that will literally take your, what immediately help in your health? Those are the things that I want you to tackle on first. And I try to, once again, not try to be perfect about it, not try to be confident at first, because guess what? You ain't going to be confident at first because confidence comes with the willingness of trying and failing. But after failing, you continue trying. So what are the main things that you can work on for your immediate health? That's what I want you to be thinking on. Once you've mastered that, once you feel confident, that's when you can tackle on and add more extra stuff like counting calories, counting. Um, you get the point. You get the idea. So let's on go on to my third point. For my per- my third point is that one of the main things that I see is people enter into a state of this is not for me this is not for me immediately they see um see they see people tracking calories oh that's not for me they see people going to the gym uh, four days a week oh, that's not for me that I can't do that that's not for me they see people taking care of their health oh, that's not me that's not for me I, I, I can't do that and I'm not saying because once again, going back into the life of a teenager is going to be so different of the life of a mom of three or mom of two, two different lifestyles, two different approaches around fitness. But it's not me saying like, oh, that's not for me when in regard of like training. And so, for example, them wanting to a person wanting to take care of their health and then instantly saying oh that's not for me training five days a week it, it that it can be possible that it's not for them if they are someone who has a job and has a family to take care of and have other activities that they need to do yeah that's possibly not for them because of the schedule because of their availability that's true a hundred percent true i'm a hundred percent with you but it's the fact of them going, oh, that's not for me in regard of training at all. When if we dial down, we sit down and we start talking, okay, what's the better approach? Can you work out two days a, a week? Can you work out three? Can you possibly work out one? One day is better than zero days. And what I'm referring to with this point is that for that one 
day out of the week, the instant response is like, oh, I can't do that. That's not for me. I can't do that. That's what I'm referring to. So, and sometimes it doesn't have to be with the, that is not for me. Sometimes it doesn't have to come with that sentence. It can come with another sentence such as, oh, but who's gonna, who's gonna take care of the kids? Or, oh, and before I continue going, this is no way in such, there is, this is in no way, shape or form trying to bash on people who have to take care of their kids. I 100% don't have kids and I am not trying to assume that I know your position. Believe me, I completely understand. And this is no shape or form me trying to bash you at all. This is just me informing and putting examples that sometimes there is availability, but because we don't feel confident and because we fear of failing, because we fear of starting, we put sometimes excuses where they don't have to be. So it can be, oh, but who takes care of the kids? Or, oh, I don't have an hour to work out. That's ridiculous. Or, and yeah, you don't need to have an hour. If you don't have an hour, you don't need to work out for an hour. Or, oh, I can't, I can quit alcohol. Like, I need to decompress. I need to rewind. That, I, that's the only way that I can stop a, a stressful day. I'm not going to even give up on alcohol. So, this is me telling you with this point, what are some what are some statements that come out of your mouth that are instant, like, they're instant triggers to, for you when you're wanting to change or when you're wanting to add a new habit, add something healthier in your life? What are those instant triggers that come that say, nope, you can't do that because of this? Because sometimes it's not even us that trying to, sometimes, sometimes we can have the willingness to try. Sometimes we can have that motivation, that 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 drive. Sometimes we can even have the support of our partners and families to try. But sometimes in our own conscience, we come out and say, oh, no, we're going to fail that. So don't try. Sometimes we want to add something healthy in our in our lifestyle. And then our conscience comes in. Nope, you can't do that because you're going to fail at it. So why even try? So what are some statements that are coming out of your mouth or just even in your brain? What are some, ta- some thoughts that are coming to you that you are noticing that can be, that are holding you back? Because once again, you're trying something new and your brain is going to try to help you, to help you survive. Deep down, your brain doesn't know that you're just trying to be healthier. Deep down, your brain doesn't understand that working out and the the muscle soreness and all these other things are for you in the long run in the long run to have a better composition, um, to have a better healthy lifestyle. Your brain doesn't know that. What your brain is just understanding is that you're starting to do something new that's out of your comfort zone. So if it's the, out of your comfort zone, it's basically in this survival mode like how is your your brain is entering to how can i help this individual and help them survive okay it's by by not allowing them to do this so we come up with thousands of excuses of okay i can't do this because of that and obviously we go fitness related because we're a fitness podcast but this could go for anything for business 
it can go for you want to grow, you want to hire a coach, you and this could go fitness or business, but you want to hire a coach, but you start coming up with these statements, I can't hire someone, I can't invest that money on myself. I can't, I I can spend money. I can what if it doesn't work. So we start coming with all these statements that are holding us back. And you can see there are different statements, but they all come from the same feelings, fear of fear failing, fear of getting out of comfort zone, fear of trying something new, fear of accomplishing those goals, because that's another good one. We can be sometimes willingness to, or not willingness, sometimes we can be eager to accomplish our goals, but we are so hold back into the work. We're so timid of working, of doing what we need to do, fear of doing the little stepping stones that we need to have for our goal. So we don't end up doing them. Even if their goal is right there, we sometimes don't even do them because we need to go through this journey. And sometimes our unconscious is like, nope, it's not worth it. Even though we want it, even though we're like, please, I want this. Sometimes it's just our conscious like, nope, too much work. It's not worth it. That's when we have to step in and say, reprogram our unconscious and say, no, it is worth it. And this is what we're going to do. So those are the three main things I have to say of why I'm seeing some um, failing in fitness when starting a fitness journey. So how can you start your journey? How can you succeed? How can you feel more confident? How can you own your fitness journey? And let me tell you, you need to be willing to try. You need to be... When you are are feeling... When you're feeling like you're done. When you're feeling like you... When you're feeling down about yourself, ask yourself, how can you be more confident? How can you be willing or how can you have more confidence around this? And sometimes there's the answer. Let me put an example. And we're going to do this business-wise because it's for me around business. I ask myself, um, how can I be more confident around spending money? And most importantly, spending money to grow in regard of my business, like growing knowledge, growing my mindset, be a better leader, be a better business owner. And the answer itself was right there. Hire a coach. And obviously, it was something very nervous. I was very nervous to do this. I I didn't want to do this. But... I was willing to try. I was willing to try and I was willing to give it a shot. And let me let me, let me tell you why I had nervous I was nervous about this about hiring a new coach. The reason why I hired a new coach and the reason why I was nervous about it it was because I've had a previous coach, a previous business owner that in my opinion, I would never say that was a waste of money because I've learned so much from investing in myself in in that moment and putting myself out there. But it was just not what I was expect. I was expecting more and I've received less. But 
I have no problem with that. I have no problem right now thinking about it. I don't think about it as a waste of money. I think that it was the first step that I needed to take into investing into myself. So when fast forward today, before hiring my new coach, I fears came out, fear of what if it happens the same thing as the last time? What if she can't help you? What if she, what if it feels like it was, it was useless? It was, a lot of these fears came up, but there is a stronger fear and that fear was not feeling confident around my business, not feeling confident around investing myself, not feeling confident around, most importantly, fear of being stuck in my comfort zone. So that fear was much greater than all of them much, much greater fear of staying and sticking in my comfort zone. So that's when I decided, you know what, I'm going to hire her. And it was probably one of the best decisions I've done for my business. And it just shows that. And hey, fast forward to today, a couple months after uh, working with her, I feel much more confident around many areas of my business. But I didn't feel like that when I first hired her. I didn't feel like that the first week and the second and a month in I feel I feel confident now from learning the mistakes that I've done and for her to reassessing telling me what I've done wrong how can I continue working how can I improve on my mistakes how can I stop making the mistakes so now I'm feeling confident more confident in that area because I was willing to try because I was willing to tell myself that I'm not going to succeed at once, but I will succeed in the long run. I might fail one day, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to fail a whole week. I might fail a whole week. Doesn't mean I'm going to fail a whole month. I might fail a whole month. Doesn't mean I'm going to fail a whole year. So that's something that I want to leave you with in today's episode. And if you're, you're listening to this episode and you are pretty good in your fitness journey. You don't have any issues at all. How can this episode be portrayed in other areas of your life, such as work life, business life, um, relationship life, self-development life? How can these things that I've brought to you be, be taken to that area of your life? Obviously, we made it fitness for the sake of the podcast, but doesn't mean it can only be for, for fitness. So, my beautiful listener, my good friend, how can you be willing to try? What can you do? Remember, courage is what you tap into. Confidence is what comes after. And let me give you a little refresher of uh, Mel Robbins' definition regarding confidence is the willingness to try. I wanted to put a couple of my two cents and I say that is the confidence. It's the willingness to take action, the step by suffering, the consequences of failing and or disappointment. So my beautiful listener, how can you be confident in your fitness journey? 